to make mistakes is human. To make camping and RVing mistakes is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually going to call ourselves out and maybe a few of you to see how uncomfortable this makes you. We're going to talk about RVing mistakes that pretty nearly everyone's made, including Lindsay. Uh, I don't know what to tell you about. I've never made a camping mistake in my life. As you'll soon find out. <laughs> Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Clint. I'm Lindsay. That was a pause for PJ. She wasn't here, so you did not hear her speak. If you would like to see the show notes for this episode or any other episode, please head over to rvsmalltalk.com. That's rvsmalltalk.com. Or head over to our Facebook group, the RV Small Talk community, just to join in the conversation. Share your pictures, your stories, your travels, what have you. We'd love to see them. Clint. Yes. Take a breath. <sighs> You're talking so fast. Did y'all know that there are two other ways? Let 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 go of your breath. <laughs> there are two other. There. There. <laughs> there are two other ways you can get a hold of us, and I would love you to utilize our email address. I was Questions. thinking by the hand or by the ear, but. <laughs> right? Questions at rvsmalltalk.com. Send us questions or just comments, ideas for episodes, things you want to hear. Or you can call us and leave us a voice message at 512-843-1311. Let's go. Okay, so I did some research on um, what mistakes people are making out there. And some of them I didn't need any research because I was the perpetrator. <laughs> you just made a list of everything you did wrong. Uh, yes. This is one list of everything Clint has done wrong. I did find some uh, websites and we'll mention those websites that had some ideas that basically just confirmed how wrong I was. Um, what do they call that? Um, confirmation bias. That's yes. not actually the definition of it. But since I said confirmed what I did wrong. Anyways, never mind. Okay. So you ready to talk about these uncomfortable situations that we find ourselves in? Oh, hell yeah. All right. Do you want to start? Starting with. And this this first bullet set of bullet points is from insider.com. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes for the complete list. Of all the things made. that you could screw up. Right. Because now I, that I last week we talked about, you know, how you shouldn't be scared to go camping and like all the things that might scare mm -hmm. you off from camping mm -hmm. and how you should do it anyway because it's worth it. Now we're going to talk about all of the things um, that you're going to do wrong eventually. Yeah, but if you listen to this first, then you're more prepared <laughs> or at least okay. you see it coming. Like, I can't stop myself. I'm about to make this mistake. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because a lot of these mistakes I have seen other people make. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm so glad that person made that mistake. So then I don't. But then I still do. And you still go on. It's like you, there's a gravitational pull <laughs> to, to some of these to things. To messing up. Yeah. Uh, not doing shakedown trips with a new RV or if you're just new to camping mm -hmm. or if it's a new camping season, yeah. that shakedown trip, you have to... Go somewhere comfortable. Yep. And safe. Not and way safe. far away from, you know, provisions or help or what have you. I mean, just don't don't make them. Just do one little driveway camping session. Yeah. Push all the buttons. Well, not all of them, but like 
push a lot of the buttons, um, try to run your fridge all three ways, try to flush your toilet mm-hmm, do all the mm-hmm. do all the things check connections and all that look in cabinets where plumbing is and i really stress that it's important to do a shakedown run at the beginning of every season if you are pulling your trailer rv out of storage or, or you've you've winterized it and now you've de-winterized it who knows what has happened shakedown run because i mean things have expanded changed something finally just got you know past its expiration date you know um, or maybe you have a new guest with uh, little tiny whiskers now living in there who has created a thing. Do a shakedown run, y'all. Do a shakedown run. Uh, what about driving your RV or towing an RV like you're just driving down the road and, you know, and just in your in your normal vehicle? I think primarily this has something to do with speed and lane choice. But, it, you know, it can also... It can also be how you travel uh, in relative terms to the other vehicles around you. The fact of the matter is no travel trailer, no no truck camper, no drivable RV is going to 100% play by the same rules of physics. So don't try it. Just if you're if you're in an RV, even if you're just going, transporting it from point A to point B, not to necessarily camp, you need to work on your mindset. And your mindset needs to be about safety and and not necessarily making great time. Right. Don't drive it like you stole it. You know, because you didn't. Well, I mean, even if you did, please drive it differently. Um, <laughs> so I when I was doing uh, I'm going to bring it up again. You're going to get mad at me. What? When I was doing the motorcycle safety course recently. Why am I going to get mad at you? Yeah, because I bring up the motorcycle thing too often. So. I digress. When when we took that, they one of the questions in the final test had something to do with: uh, Do you work with the traffic around you? Do you work with the other drivers for a safe driving environment for all? I really worded that badly, really bad. I mean, but basically, are you a good citizen on the road, working alongside your driving community immediately around you? You know, yeah. And as an RV, you're going to be a different person a different individual in that small group in of, that community in that your role community. is different yes in that community yes so you used to be a hunter now you are a gatherer <laughs> <laughs> slide into my slipstream no don't do that Never. Oh. <laughs> i am not editing that out <laughs> Oh, we need PJ. What about um, neglecting maintenance the way we do with our normal vehicles? Uh, now, I'm I'm better about vehicle maintenance than I used to be, but I know way too many people that j- they just stretch maintenance or they don't pay attention to it at all. And if if you treat your RV, which has more residential style components to it, um, and it's... Oftentimes it's on a frame or a chassis that has been kind of repurposed, even if it's brand new from the factory, into the role it is as an RV. You need to you need to pay particular loving care. Neglecting maintenance is one of the biggest mistakes you can make. I mean, there's really not much with maintenance there's with an RV. There's, there's really not. You just have to do it. And it's it's funny. Um, Let me tell you, when maintenance is hard, it, maintenance gets hard when you don't do it when you should. 
Well, yeah. I mean, it's like anything yeah. else, right? When there's when there's three socks on the floor that your kids threw on the floor and you're just like, Ugh, whatever, it's just three socks, but you don't do anything about it. Yeah. Well, guess what happens a few days later? There's a mountain of clothes yeah, and absolutely. your child is buried underneath it. Giggling. The- <laughs> <laughs> Stinking, but giggling. uh what about doing like people who get really excited they want to kind of be extreme and they do an off-grid camp out without maybe the knowledge the practice uh, learning your rv and its equipment and being prepared um i've definitely seen that where it's just i think that's more of a guy thing now like like oh look what i can do I think guys are a little (laughs) bit more prone to being bullheaded about this and saying, I'm just going out there and see what happens. There's only one way to figure this out. Well, no, sir. There's actually a couple ways to figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) We live, we die, we live again. (laughs) No, uh, I think you're absolutely right. And I would absolutely be prone to to be in this guy who says, yeah, you would. This camper is capable. And here I go. Let's go figure it out. Right. And. I would be the guy to be like just one mile into the wilderness more. And if I haven't really tested the components that I'm going to need to rely on, I'm going to put myself in a real dangerous situation. So this is a good reason to do a nearby camp out or two before your big uh, BLM land or, you know, big bend camp out or something like that. Just test it. It's like a it's like an off grid shakedown. Do, do your shakedown. Do your off grid shakedown, and then when you actually go far away, like to Fargo, then you can know that you're ready. Overpacking. I just don't. I. I Maybe you should make this mistake once. I just don't know I, how anybody could make this mistake. I think you should because I think you're feeling like you're overpacking might actually land you in like the sweet spot. Because you underpack so well. So much. Yeah. You, I underpack so little. Oh, what about this one? What about this one? Um, a, a mistake that is easily made by all of us is underestimating travel time when oh, you're traveling God. with an RV. Like, oh, by God. Far. E- every time. Yeah. Every time. You think I'd learn, but I don't. <laughs> so I've definitely seen, you know, kind of like our weight measurements. You know, you, I like to have a, if I'm towing a trailer, I like to keep my trailer tow weight 20% below my max capacity of my tow vehicle. Well, I think when I'm traveling, you're I such should. A nerd. Uh, yes. I should add 20% more time when i'm traveling with a trailer or an rv to a typical drive time you think 20 percent is enough not not all the time but i I think it's a pretty good amount i mean extra i just i'm like okay i usually drive the speed limit right like right at like yes but and i you know i don't stop and then you especially when you have the kids there's just Mm -hmm. everything and then you're like okay if i have to stop to for gas, what is that, like five minutes? And you yeah. feel like it's five minutes, but yeah. it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. It's, it's not. It's so much longer. It's so sticky. Uh, I Yeah. That's a mistake I make every single time. So, and here's another thing. If you're towing a trailer that has any kind of wind resistance, oh my gosh. Once you break it's 65 miles an hour, it 
you're just the drag is crazy and your fuel efficiency goes way down. So not only are you going slower, but you have to stop more for gas. It mm-hmm. just And then you get stuck there because your kids have to go potty. Yeah. And then you're hungry. And you buy the things. Which make you have to go potty. Which make you have to go. <laughs> and if you're far away from a gas station when you have to go potty, you have to drive faster. Spend more <laughs> gas to get there. You see, it's a big problem, y'all. Watch your speed. It is, but this next thing on the list, who that might be uh that that's like my childhood over planning the trip with activities. Oh no, you grew up with my mom too. Well, no, my dad. Oh, my dad. But I think as a kid, I really liked it. But now that I'm an adult, yeah, I'm like, can we do nothing? Yeah, because life is hectic enough on can the regular. Can we do nothing? Um, yeah. But also, if it wasn't for him, we probably would have never done anything ever. Why? Because he planned everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we right. just went along with so it. So maybe at this point, if he's planning thing, your trips now, should you say, let me see it. I'm going to cut every third bullet point. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. So this is one that would get me um, before I figured out what was wrong with doing this. Using normal GPS for routing. Just using your your Google Maps for routing when what? pulling. Uh, That's what I do. It, Why can't I do that? It can help much of the time but if you have a tall trailer or tall truck camper or a vehicle that weighs a lot gp or google maps is thinking you're driving a commuter car they think you're in a honda civic so it doesn't for like uh small roads short overpasses Mm -hmm. things like that Mm -hmm. and it don't care now other units there's way to plan around it you there's different websites and apps but there are also units by garmin and what whatever and i think tom toms have these features where you can put in some route preferences um but also the i know the garments you can put in your vehicle height your overall height and length and and weight and, and they will plan a route for you which is one reason handy when i was using the garmin overland overlander gps mm-hmm. system i gotta i gotta tell you it almost sold me on it we i, I used our demo one here on my last trip to colorado mm-hmm. and that that was nice and it freed up my other devices but i gotta tell you it it was did a good job i liked it maybe i'm getting myself one for christmas now yeah I'm about it. <laughs> like you're, you're really into this yeah uh, yeah so um, normal gps can actually get you into into bad especially trouble for like quickly. the big fifth wheels and yeah. stuff yeah uh speaking of technology relying on too much technology and not having like reliable things like maps and stuff on hand yeah. because guess what phones die they die they lose service or some connectivity issue um and the same thing if you're relying on it you're probably using google maps and, for, uh, and, and you know map skills is a, is going into a lost art thing and it's, it's actually really good practice it is really cool it's kind of like, like combining <laughs> math and yeah like a spatial awareness geography mm-hmm. thing going on maps are cool when you're using gps you don't get a sense of your place in the world unless you zoom out and you're clicking that little plus button or minus button so you zoom out i love maps i can stare at maps for way too long maps give you a sense of your place in the world yeah because i'm there mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I can't zoom in. <laughs> you can if you hold it closer to your face. 
I don't feel so alone anymore. <laughs> from one nose away. <laughs> You all look like ants from up here. Little ants. <laughs> all right. What about uh, allowing? This is a, this is one that happens too much, too much, too much to newbies and some old bees. Old bees. Yeah. <laughs> so allowing your black tank to dry up by leaving the valve open when you're connected. You talking about like the the poo pyramid? Yeah. You create a poo plug, poo pi- pyramid. You no longer can flush it. Clint, go eat another fake Oreo. <laughs> something wrong with you today. Uh, okay, let's stop talking about poop and start talking about uh, yes. weather. Yeah. Not staying on top of weather forecasts and forgetting to pay attention to things like wind. Y'all, wind. 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 I mean, a lot of the times when I look at the forecast, it's, is it going to rain or is it not going to rain? Do like, I need another layer? That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when you're towing a trailer, especially up in the mountains or, yep. you know, mm-hmm. uh, you got to look at the wind yeah. because, holy moly, it can make or break your trip. I've seen too many long stretches of open roadway, even in North Texas, where it's, you know, a bit higher plains than where we live here. And I've seen tractor trailers blown over on their side. And that'll easily happen to a long trailer. Oh, easily. That's so crazy. Um, and it's just a, the right wind hitting you broadside and oh, over you go. So if you can plan your trips and keep yourself in, you know, thinking about wind, save yourself some heartache. Plan your trips around the wind. Yes. There's, there's a song in there somewhere. I <laughs> Anyway, the wind. Blows. <laughs> Second verse, I'll have something about the poop pyramid. Dust in the wind. <laughs> candle, candle in the wind. There's so many wind songs. Colors of the wind. Do I have another wind? Uh, I know, I know, but wind earth, beneath my wings. There you go. And earth, wind, and fire has got to have something. Do you remember? <gasps> boom, boom, you know, earth, wind, and fire could be like a, a true tragedy September. story of an RV boom, 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 boom. in transit. You know. <laughs> Here I am rolling across the earth. There's a big wind. My propane tank was not secured. Fire. No. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what's the fourth element? Earth, wind, fire. Water. And with our powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Planet. He's, he's a, a hero. hero. What are we doing? <laughs> Y'all don't drive if it's windy, <laughs> I think that's what we're getting out of here. Uh, the next bullet points come from Campanda, C-A-M-P-A-N-D-A.com. But I'm going to put a link of that in the show notes. So, again, I cherry picked some of these bullet points. They are not all of them. So, please go over there and learn a thing or two. But what about simply not planning your route? Um, there you are. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. I'd raise both of them, but I'm playing with this twisty tie with the other one. Sure. Um, I don't plan anything. Well, it's not as Planning's big a deal if, if if you do trips like you and I usually do, where it's a simple point A to point B and back again, it probably isn't such a big deal. But when you're talking about a multiple, you know, stop point, days, weeks sort of thing, this is this can be a pretty big deal. So Get out your maps. I like it already. (laughs) (laughs) Don't overpack and plan. 
plan some things to do on the way. Don't just like get in the car and drive. You'll hit mm-hmm. wind. Forgetting to do a walk around before travel. Uh, Guilty. Yeah. 1,000 times guilty. The many things you forget to disconnect or turn off. Or. Or close. Close. Those vents up there. Yeah. Those vents. So what do you think about, I feel like it's a little overboard and I don't know if I'd ever do this, but a few more mistakes under my belt and I just might. The the printout like checklist that people use for leaving on a trip and also leaving the campground. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. You know why? That sounds like it once you cross that line you actually you actually are like an expert level you know and then people start treating you that way and asking you questions and stuff if you well, bust you, out a list people are going to look at you as the list person you know what i keep thinking is that's the first thing i'm going to lose or forget to bring with me is the list that's right we've discussed this before <laughs> you need a list of lists so you know if you have all your lists <laughs> But tattoo it on your arm. It might be a good idea for some people out there. Um, Shutting the vents, Uh uh, shutting your valves, turning everything off. I don't know. Disconnecting your power cord from the post. Don't be one of those people (laughs) who drives off with their like gas pump still in the in the tank. It happens. It's never happened to me. Wow. Guys, can you hear that eye roll? Can it sh- wow. Um, yeah. Forgetting to do a walk around before travel is a huge one. Even if you already know that you did everything, mm-hmm. just just do me a favor. Just do a little, little stroll. Just yeah. 360. Yeah. Just in case. So the next bullet points I grabbed from camperreport.com. And there's some great content there. I'll put the link to this list there. Check them out. It's a better list than what we're <laughs> what we're conveying. <laughs> Trust me. Um, uh, so here we are. Not practicing to tow and back your trailer. I never practiced. Yeah, and it has made you feel what kind of feelings when you arrive? Powerful. is this backfiring on you glint so um (laughs) when you accomplished it i'm sure you felt powerful but i think there were maybe some instances there i mean now granted you have i'm a a weirdo you're also you also have a mom who has taught you to be a self-encourager like you got this and you do and I guess that like to going to campgrounds mm-hmm. and backing in your trailer is me practicing. Yep. Okay. And I don't feel like practicing in a parking lot. I mean, I feel like it would make me better. Yeah. Absolutely. But when I got to the campground, I feel like I would still have the same feelings of, ah, okay, there's a tree right there. Yeah. Okay. This guy is yelling at me and trying to help me. Okay. There's a yeah. car behind me waiting. Like, I'm still going to feel nervous. So I think going to a campground and backing in is my practice, but I should probably practice. Well, I think it depending on the rig. Some of these rigs will cause you to have such a very different turn radius and things like that. And if you can practice in a more open place, you know, pylons and cones or something like that versus trees and other vehicles, you might really save yourself some stress. Yeah, don't listen to me. Listen to Clint. Or have a whole lot more exciting life and listen to Lindsay. Her life is exciting, y'all. Is it? 
I don't know. I don't live it. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of these, a lot of the ones we have left are, are very technical. We're talking about do not ignore Mm. or be ignorant about your weight limits. Yeah. And if uh, that probably is the biggest one on this list for me, just because of the amount of YouTube videos I've seen of people not distributing Mm -hmm. their weight correctly or Mm -hmm. being overweight. It's dangerous. This is where I want it's people a to big educate mistake. themselves. Yes, it's a big mistake that not only newbies make, but everybody mm-hmm. makes, um, especially when you feel com- confident and you yeah. say, oh, I can pack on a little bit more, put it all uh, in the it'll back. It'll be fine. And you, if you pair this with not staying on top of how old your tires are. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Tire. Check your tires. Mm-hmm. Look at your uh, weights and check your lug torque. Yes. Yes. Because that's something, I mean, I've learned that just from working here, but the last time we took our trailer over to uh, my trailer to trade days. Okay. Over in round top. Round top. Yes. Yes. Um, TJ checked my lug nuts before I left. And how far off were they? And he was like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know. He didn't tell me, but oh no, um, I was like, oh, wow. I have, I forgot to do that for about, a while now so uh don't forget that you know when it comes to the safety stuff you know go check it yourself i mean you can have people that you trust and all that but other people are turns out they're people other humans turns out they're humans turns out they may overlook something they may not have their list they they may be trusting that something's okay and whatnot go ahead and do a spot check Check your chains, check your your breakaway cable for your brakes, check those lug nuts and your tire pressures yourself. You'll know. You'll know then. Yeah. I've seen wheels come off of trailers. Yes, you have. Yes, that's a that's a not good story. What about leaving your awnings out? That's it's so hard because you, you guys, love your awning out. I know, but even manufacturers say that like awnings should be brought in if it's I mean, if there's a chance of a a whisper of a wind, put your awnings in and it sucks because I want my awning out. Exactly. But awnings are really expensive. Like, yeah, stupid expensive, stupid expensive. Right now, they're actually some of them. Some manufacturers having trouble supplying. There's no awnings. Um, So you could really put yourself in a bind if the wind catches it just wrong. Putting grease or meat down the drain? Yeah. I'm sorry. Am I reading that? Do people, do y'all actually do that? Who does that? It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. You, when you're washing, let's say you cook in a skillet and all that, you're making, you know, sausage or bacon or something like that. And instead of pouring this into a catch cup and disposing of it properly, if you pour that down into, into your drain, no. drain, your, your gray tank or black tank, you're, oh, don't do this. It's going to cause you so many future problems. I've never i I didn't think people did that. People I don't do even it. do that at my house. Why people would do I do it. that in my camper? Yeah, don't don't do it at your house. But definitely, you know, I learned this when I was younger because um, because when you're younger and you're learning about these things, you know, helping grandma cook in the kitchen mm-hmm. and all that, and you go to pour something, and you get scolded so fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, and she's my grandmother's house. She was on a septic system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll cause you problems. Well, th- 
what you're working with in an RV is kind of like a little portable yeah. septic system to a degree. Hey, did you know, your grandma have like a mason jar? Yeah. That she kept the grease in? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I have one of those too. And yeah, and that's one of the reasons mason jars should exist anyway. Yeah. And if you take a little bit of that grease uh-huh. and you rub it behind your dog's ears, he'll never run away. Tell, tell me the animal psychology behind this. What's I, going on? I cannot. You cannot? Because I don't know it. Oh, okay. Fact. <laughs> I was going to say, he's going to spend the rest of the evening trying to catch his ear. Trying to lick his ear. <laughs> oh, anyway, don't put grease down the drain. Like, don't. That's mm-hmm. that's the first thing on this list that I am like. Shocked. What? Yeah. Everything else, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I People do this and it, I do it too. You know, another thing that I thought of that isn't on this list is. Um, already think through or should this is a mistake so as a mistake don't get out there in a situation where you haven't already thought through what you would do if you have a blowout or something like that think through how you're going to handle that yeah i don't do that at all if you don't have the gear then then have you thought through who you might call for roadside assistance because if you're gonna if your plan is roadside assistance think through that before you are in that situation yeah i'm calling you Oh, don't do that. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm ill prepared. Or I'm <laughs> You Ill. better you better make a plan for that. <laughs> my, <laughs> Lindsay's going camping. <laughs> you better, got my ringer on. You better think about this. <laughs> no, but that's a good point. Um just yeah, have a plan so it's not so panicky in the moment. You mm-hmm. got enough to worry about. Yeah. Absolutely. Can you think of anything else that we might have missed? I mean, I think we could talk about mistakes all day. That'd be a mistake. But there is no bigger mistake than um, you buying fake Oreos. Uh, I <laughs> I had a weak moment, and um, I think I think it's my best content ever. Everybody, thank you for putting up with this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast. If you had any fun whatsoever, please, please go over to whatever podcast player you're listening on and give us a like, give us a follow, and give us a review. If you have something to tell me because of how poorly i handled this recording that's that's a comment or your oreo choice my oreo choice i got them at walgreens at the walgreens brand i'm sorry they they tasted almost fine they're called sandwich creams and they're the nice brand (laughs) (laughs) if you have anything to tell clint go ahead and email it to questions at rvsmalltalk.com i will go ahead and check that email and let him know what it says. Yeah. And you know what? I don't ask for this ever often. So the ever part's about to fall off because I'm about to ask for it. Anyways, go ahead. Can I get you to share this somewhere? Whether in an email or just by word of mouth or text a link to someone. Share our podcast to someone that you think would th- find it fun or helpful. We would appreciate that because that would be fun or helpful to us. Hey, if you're still here, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> are, are, are we in like some post-apocalyptic <laughs> bunker? Are, if, if you're out there, please, please, anyone. Call us. If you're out there. <laughs> call us. <laughs> Leave us a review. <laughs> you're our only hope. Send pizza. <laughs> until next time let's uh let's hope pj comes back before 
Clint and I just turn this into the weirdest podcast you've ever heard. I'm game. Thank you, everybody. Bye.